Then I got a call from this general director or CEO, and uh, he called me and said, don't go back into the building. Uh, he said, well, uh, we have a situation where there was a hostile takeover uh, of our factory and all property. Paulo Repetto here. Welcome to episode seven, season two of the Untold Stories of Missions. Today, we hear from Mark Stumbo, who has worked as a missionary for the past 25 years in Russia. He and his family are originally from West Virginia and a part of the ALJC organization. While there are many stories they could be told from the many years the Stumbos have spent in Russia, this one story we share today was particularly crazy. We call it the negotiation. It happened when they were first getting started in St. Petersburg about 15 years ago. Uh, the church was growing and we had a office location where we uh, had met for church and well we just outgrew it and so we began to look around for another place to have services and uh, the place we had before was right in the center of the city is a great place but uh, we just you know had to uh, move because you know uh, thank the Lord we ran out of room and so we found a place uh, it was again near the center of the city uh, it was one of like a first floor uh, apartment um, it was about 2,000 uh, square feet and we went in and uh, remodeled this and uh, used it for the church. Uh, many buildings here in Russia, the first floor is usually business and the upper floors are where people live. Well, uh, this location was owned by a factory and they weren't using this and uh, I talked to the CEO of the factory and he said, you know, we don't need this place. Uh, if you want to rent it, that's fine. He's a real nice guy. and. We did a two-year contract and invested money and began to remodel it to have more like a church atmosphere. And so it was going well. Uh, we uh, was there for a couple years uh, and everything was uh, fine and everything was fine. And uh, so I was getting ready to renew the contract. Then I got a call from this um, general director or CEO, however you want to call it. And uh, he called me and said, don't go back into the building. And I said, what's wrong? He said, well, I, I can't really tell you now, but you can't go back in right now. Um, and so we were sort of shocked. Uh, something was going on and we didn't understand the full story. And so that Sunday, I remember we met in our home uh, for service and had the people come and we packed everybody in and had service. And the following Monday, I, I met with him and on the street uh, somewhere near their place, he wouldn't even allow me to go back in. And uh, he said, uh, well, uh, we have a situation where there was a hostile takeover um, of our factory and all properties. Well, the thing is, um, uh, when he said hostile takeover, I, I, I got the ideal that he was talking about a, like a business slash mafia group came in and, and took over uh, the business. And uh, he said, I, I really, there's nothing I can do about this. Uh, because, you know, I'm afraid for my family. And when he said that, then, then I knew uh, he was dealing with some mafia-type people. A lot of people look at the mafia as guys from Italy who own Italian restaurants and are pretty friendly. But when you have to deal with them, it is not like that at all, especially whenever you're dealing with the Russian mafia. And I finally talked with him. I said, well, what, what, what do you want us to do? And he says, well, I, I, I think you're just going to have to leave. Uh, there's nothing we can do and I said well maybe I can talk with these guys the new um, businessmen so to speak and um, maybe we can 
do a contract with them. And he said, well, you can try if you want. He says, but I'm not going to deal with them anymore with as much as I have to. I said, okay, well, I set up a meeting with them and uh, I took our lawyer. It's like a friend, but he was a lawyer for us. And uh, we went to the location where we were having church and, and we were there waiting for them. Uh, these new businessmen, so to speak, and they walked in uh, to the church location. And when they did, I, I immediately knew that uh, this was these were bad guys, and um, you could feel the presence of evil actually walking in. Uh, There's three guys that came in. One guy, he had like a purple suit on, purple tie, purple shoes. I mean, he was, looked like a little weasel actually, and. And then the second guy, he he was the I, I called him the enforcer because he was he, he's a stocky guy, he had a turtleneck on, he looked like a boxer, had a broken nose, all this stuff. And the third guy that walked in, he had a nice business suit on. And I could tell he was the guy calling the shots. Well, you know our place wasn't that big, but we showed him around, and they looked around, and and they knew immediately that it was a church. And and we sat down in one of our office spaces, and and they said, well, what do you want from us? And I said, well. I'd like to uh, renew the contract with you, somehow maybe use this location. And, and they said to us, no, it's not possible. And I, I said, well, is, is it a question of money? And, and they said, no, it's, it's not a question of money. They said, we know who you are. We want you out of here. And, you know, the, 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 the talk was really going bad. There was no negotiations, nothing like that. And so finally, um, I, I said to them, well, you know, it's your place, but are you sure that we can offer you something where we could stay here? Because, you know, we've already invested a lot of money here to make it a nice place for the church. And they said, no. And he said, um, in fact, we want you out today. And if you don't move your stuff today, we're going to throw it out in the street. <laughs> that was how they negotiated. The location was filled with all the church equipment chairs and books everything that the church owned was there it would be very inconvenient to have to move in one day so brother stumble tried negotiating i've tried to begin to negotiate with i said oh can you give it to the end of the year i mean it was in october and they said no you got to leave and i, and I said well how about a month you know i was like abraham before the lord you know trying to get it down so how about two weeks and and my lawyer he leaned over to me and said, Mark, you better listen to them. He said, you you know, we can't talk to these guys. Because he wanted out of there. Because these guys, you know, they were they were mafia. And um, and so finally the guy in the nice business suit, the guy in the purple suit did all the talking. And finally the guy in the business suit stood up, uh, the well-dressed man, and he said, well, you've got three days in the discussion. They all got up and walked out. And so we had three days uh, to vacate the place. And uh, we did it in two because, you know, we didn't want to fool with these guys. In fact, my lawyer advised me, don't meet with these guys again, give the keys to the old owner. You know, it was just a really bad situation. There's a lot of things going on there that I didn't really know um, because when I talked to the old owner, the old director, he even told me, he said, I, I don't know what happened. He said, I, you know, when this, this, these people came in and took over our business, I, I did not anticipate them finding this location because he sort of had a hid uh, and, and it was like someone he said, he said, I don't know how, but they found this location. He, he knew that, and he found out that we, we had this in our possession. He said, and he was hoping to take this possession for his own compensation, I think, from the company. Well, anyway, uh, it seemed like somebody was feeding these guys information. And uh, it was just, it was strange how that uh, they found out that we were, um, were there and they kicked us out, you know, and we had to leave. Uh, the good thing is that uh, 
well, we, we moved out. We found another place to meet for church. It was really a, a rough place. It was an old movie theater. Um, and we met there for about a year or so. And, you know, it was a type of place where uh, we had to wait till the movie was over sometimes to begin to set up for church. Uh, you go in, there'd be beer cans, apple peelings, banana peelings, all this stuff in the floor. And it was a rough place for church. Uh, but that was all we could find at the time. Uh, but, you know, um, it was uh, 2004 when this happened, when they asked us to vacate the location in October. And uh, we rented out another place. Uh, we put our stuff in storage. And and it was a year afterwards, I went to a conference in Norway and there were some pastors there. And one of the pastors asked me the question. He said, how are you doing in the work? I said, well, doing fine. You know, we're moving forward, you know, just a general answer. And he said, no, I think something's going on. Tell me about it. Brother Stumble told them what had happened, them being forced out of their location and losing the investment that they have made in it. But the pastor responded that he wanted to help them get a building and promised to call him when he got back to the States. You know, that was a great desire he had to help us. But, you know, you've heard people say before, I want to help you. You know, I want to do something for you. And you may not ever hear from them again. And I didn't, I wouldn't blame him for that. I was just thankful that he even you know, had a desire to want to help us a little bit. So uh, I went back to Russia, he went back to the States and, and he was true to his word. In about two or three weeks, he called me and he said, I've been talking to our national youth president and the youth conference coming up. He said, I, I would like to, we'd like to raise an offering uh, for Russia uh, to help you buy a location. And I said, well, you know, that's great. I said, that'd be wonderful. And he says, about how much do you need? And we talked about that. And I told him we'd already been looking at a place. And uh, and he said, okay. So I said, you want me to come to the conference? And he said, well, I'll get back with you on that. And so he, he got back with him about a week later and he said, yeah, come to the conference. So I went there and um, my oldest son, Jordan, was studying at IBC at the time. And he met me at the conference and uh, we were um, invited to go to that service, say a few words about the need in Russia. And the preacher for that night was Kenny Carpenter, who is now our, our general superintendent. And uh, at the end of his message, he brought up the need for a building location in Russia. And so he gave all of these plans and how he's going to take up the offering. You know, he said, when you give your offering, someone's going to take a microphone to you. And um, and they're going to uh, you're going to say the amount so you can get a record and all this stuff. And and when he began to talk about the need and the burden for missions, all of a sudden the spirit of giving fell and he wasn't able to follow his plan. People just started coming up front and laying checks, giving him checks. Uh, I remember the first check was for five thousand. And then all of a sudden another missionary was there. He was from Taiwan and he came up front, was talking to Brother Carpenter. I thought maybe he was just going to say, well, you know, we support this missionary, you know, you know, uh, we want everybody just, uh, you know, support this guy, you know, just a word of encouragement. But Brother Carpenter stood up and he began to cry and he said, this missionary from Taiwan just pledged $50,000. And so uh, after that happened, there was just a tremendous spirit of giving that came in and, and people began to to give to the work. And at the end, uh, they raised up enough money for us to uh, get a building, a location here in St. Petersburg, Russia. And, and the thing is, um, it's very interesting. This happened in 2004 when we were kicked out. In 2005, they, they took up the offering. And in 2006, two years from the very month that they kicked us out of the uh, location, uh, we were given the keys for a, a building that was bought and paid for.
While it was a very unpleasant situation trying to work with the mafia, God was able to take that evil and change it for good. And just like Romans 8.28 declares, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are the called according to his purpose. We thank God that out of all the evil in the situation, he was able to bring good. Now the church has a location to use in Russia for the work of the Lord. We want to take this time and truly say thank you to each and every one of our listeners for taking the time to support this ministry. Our goal from the beginning has been to give missionaries the platform to share their incredible stories with thousands of people around the world. And we, the community of Usam, has the potential to reach the masses and incite faith, callings, and passions in our listeners for the kingdom of God. We would love for you to share this with every one of your friends, family, and churches. Because when you support one ministry, you're also supporting the start of many others. Please remember to leave a five-star review and follow us on our social media pages. Thank you again, and God bless.